Welcome to the Weekly Hijack, Episode 6. Uh, we have a lot of people here, some people who were missing last time. Yes. Welcome back, Natasha. Thank you. <laughs> All the best cowboys have daddy issues. <laughs> Great title. Uh, Jack episode. Incidentally, the previously on segment reminded me, I love the like one-two punch the last episode did with Saeed coming back. We're not alone. And then... Ethan's like standing there evil. Yeah, and then, and then Hurley comes in like this guy wasn't on the manifest. He's like boom, boom. Yeah, it worked really well. So well, ever time ever since Solitary, it's really been hitting you pretty hard these last couple episodes. Yeah, With all kinds of new stuff. You know, like what, what? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I have to say, I I really enjoy Jack flashbacks generally. I think for me, Jack is some people's Kate. Like he's he's very uh, he's he can be a very frustrating character. And yeah, but we'll always identify a little bit with Jack. I don't know why. <laughs> I, th- I think just as... I don't know. I do feel for him in this one. Like, oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Well, it's really tricky with like when... Because when he, he and his father are having the conversation in his dad's office and he's like, look, uh, you were incapacitated. Yeah. At first, you're not quite sure who to believe because yeah. you didn't actually see Jack's dad, you know, acting the way, yeah. you know incapacitated or um, drunk but then the way then the way that his father tries to convince him not to do the thing you're like he's trying yeah. to cover something up the, the dad is such a fascinating character generally and I have to just say I love most of the flight many flashbacks lost are amazing with how much emotion and information can compact in pretty short scenes mm. I mean they'll tell a whole story and basically like you know four three or four four or five little scenes and usually they move out quite a bit each time. Yeah. You know, and they, they one-two punch you, you know. Oh, you were under the influence and like, oh, okay, I'll be fine. And oh, wait, she was pregnant. You know, just like, <laughs> Yeah. And also I've noticed they, they've started to uh, condense, like you said, they introduce a lot more stuff. But they also trying to keep them a bit more focused. Like you don't necessarily feel like you have to touch on every character every episode. No. Like we haven't seen Sun and Jin for a Couple, while. Yeah. Um, and I think it works, you know, focus a little bit more seriously well, on the It was neat ones. about this, you know, it's Claire and Charlie taken, and then the whole episode, I mean, chasing after, but largely just, uh, a lot of it's Jack and Locke fighting with each other, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of just like this battle of personalities, who's going, you know, mm-hmm. Michael gets mad, and Sawyer gets mad, and everyone just, they, they set up such a great dynamic of just people are always clashing head, you know, and they all kind of have a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, you can see where they're coming from. I mean, Michael is feels like he's constantly the the man out, yeah. though, and because yeah, in this situation, he kind of is. is. He's yeah. he's outclassed. <laughs> but then, and then, uh, yeah, Jack and Locke were on the same page for like a minute, two, <laughs> two minutes at the beginning of this episode, and then as soon as they like, I want to do this way. No, we should really do it this way, Jack. No, yeah. I want to do it this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> So. And Bo- the Boone Lock, uh, yes, relationship got started solidified here, Pretty and you much. get the first real sense in this one. I mean, not real sense, but another step of that. Lock really does have this feeling from the island. Yeah, that there is this connection he actually has, and sometimes you forget that because sometimes he's just insane. Yeah, you know, at, at a certain point in the chase, he wasn't really chasing after Charlie anymore, and he basically knew the trail was not the right yeah. one. He, but he felt. There was something that was pushing him on, and that's what led to the hatch yeah. eventually. Yeah. The scene I've remembered for a long time is the first scene. When they get Charlie down, the, from the moment Charlie's hanging, that entire scene is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do a great job of not – you were sure he was not coming yeah. back. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean most these, shows you're like, he's not. oh, he's going to either be dead or he's... I mean, I mean, most shows he's like, oh, he's going to be yeah. alive. He's going to come I mean, They, they He'll be drag fine. it out. But, they, and oh, they no, do the, they music do, stops. Everything comes they, out. They pull, yeah. the, they pull back like you do a shot right for a commercial. And mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we're watching it thinking he's dead. I mean, he can't. Right. And then what's great about that, also just, you know, the way they play flashbacks and stuff. You know, he tried to restart the girl's life at the beginning. And this time he's like, I'm not giving up. And he starts over again and starts just, <laughs> just cracking ribs, basically. <laughs> Pounding away at Poor Charlie's uh, uh, chest. Not the first time Charlie will be almost dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've, I've never seen the scene not knowing Charlie was going to survive simply because I, I came into it late. Oh, late I see, yeah. saw later stuff, but it is. I, I could totally see that. The scene like, always plays well. They played it very straight. Yeah. Imagine it wasn't an easy scene to film either. So you always have to ask questions. That's an easy thing like that. So did Ethan actor drag both of them by himself? <laughs> Charlie seemed to indicate that they, 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 they have yeah. to make sense. Someone probably got clear pretty quick. Yeah, through one that you know another way or through one of the tunnels or well, something. Well, and I wondered. It didn't even seem that unlikely that one person could take both of them if, like, say. You know, you knock Charlie out, or you yeah. ha- you have him at at knife point, and you yeah. have you know basically force Claire to keep That's walking, true. or I'll slit yeah. his throat. It didn't seem nearly out, outside the realm of possibility. As but I, I know a seemed. lot of people when we first saw this, they're like, the others seem almost superhuman. Yeah, they're just so they're everywhere. They hang Charlie. You know, there's all this stuff going on, but. That's, you learn, you know, later on, the others are not really all that special. <laughs> no. They just... Well, they know the island. Yeah. And they have certain they have certain connections. Well, and it's sort of like when you're in a situation that you don't know anything else about and then yeah. someone else does, they seem, you know, yeah. not, knowledge is power in that yeah. sense. And yeah. so the others did have a lot of power yeah, in that regard. People just get beat up on the show. Jack has <laughs> got... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite impressive. I don't, did the, do the others have like martial arts training or? Probably do. <laughs> they all live with that uh, that kung fu master there in the temple. Oh, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah, we? yeah, yeah. Him and Saeed have a pretty awesome fight there. That's true. <laughs> that's and that's not. You know, I, and I, it's easy to forget about the temple and all those people because you don't see them till the very end. Think, yeah, it's easy to just think of the others living those, those in other the, towns. Yeah, those are the more religious. You know, the ones who. I mean, Ben kind of sidetracked the others from what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, to a degree. In his, uh, in his need to fix babies. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we're getting sidetracked yeah, from the episode. Sidetracked. But anyway, I, I thought it was a really strong episode. I mean, the great follow-up. You know, Kate gets, uh, Claire gets taken. There's just so much drama that's not even related to Claire in this one. I mean, she's yeah. not in it. You know, there's not really any hope. Oh, and the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we mentioned that. And the very, hatch of the very... Yeah, just the fact that there's other people in here and that they want to do us harm. I mean, that's terrifying. Enough yeah. for these survivors who are just barely eking out in existence. And then they throw this other thing in. Yeah. I mean, they're like, we won't just play this out. We'll just keep throwing stuff at you for a while. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot to... And yeah, and Jack is in his most intense in this one. Mm-hmm. And we get some sharing of people's, what they do and stuff, a little bit of that sort of info. Poor Jack. All right, so any last comments on all the best cowboys have daddy issues? <laughs> Why is Jack a cowboy exactly? There has to be a reference to something I don't know, allusion to something, like a song type lyric yeah. or something. Yeah, it has to be. I have to look that up in Lostpedia, I guess. Any other thoughts? No? No. No. All right. Well, in that case, let's move on to whatever the case may be, which I believe is a Kate. And also, 
I found out when I was looking up, uh, I don't remember why, why I looked it up this recently, but the Saeed... Solitary? Solitary, yes. There was, a, there was a break. There was like a... Basically, they broke for... They had a like two-week break for Thanksgiving and stuff. And so then this episode we just watched was the, the last episode they showed before Christmas. Oh, okay. So that's so, why they pulled out all the stops there. I think so. Yeah, I think so. So this next episode would be like the first one they showed in January. So I, I think it's interesting to see how these things fell, yeah. you know, in the original airings of them. But anyway, here we go. Okay. Oh, Zach's about to leave. Quick thoughts on this episode. Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on this episode. No, I mean, it was good, but I don't know. I didn't have, like, the last episode I had thoughts on. This one I'm not sure I have any thoughts on. Let me think. I, the Saeed and... Dumb face thing is. <laughs> hey, I think it's kind of sweet. I don't think it, it does. It's the most. It's no. At this stage, I honestly, I, I like the side Shannon thing at this point, just because he's just being business, and he's like, oh wait, she's being semi-useful. Well, and, and the thing is, I mean, I know a lot of people dislike Shannon a lot, <laughs> but the fact that she's useless is her crutch. You know, that's her thing. That she work. It's and not that Saeed likes her. It's like her that likes Saeed is just a weird pair. I think, honestly, she's looking for anyone who's going to... With a pulse. Yeah, anyone who's paying attention to her. She just has... Yeah. A, I mean, that's her That's her, her thing. She needs someone to, to need so, her. It's to me, but... <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember how it developed. But at this point, I think it's a, I think it's a neat little thing at this point. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something for her to do, and that is good. Yeah. And, like, she's just well, been lying on the beach tanning well, for a long anyways, time. Boone and Shen both have the same problem. That they both feel useless, and Boone's way of dealing with it is to constantly volunteer for everything. Yeah. And Shannon's way of dealing with it is by constantly not volunteering for anything. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know what, you're going to treat me that, that, that way? Fine, I'll just do my yeah, own thing. Yeah, I mean, she, she, it's, her, it's her Sawyer, you, yeah. know, <laughs> on, you know, and basically like I'm useless as opposed to whatever. Boone reacts in the completely opposite way. You know, I will volunteer for any job you have for me <laughs> all the time. Can I do it, please? Yeah, basically. <laughs> And so he gives the Ethan look to, uh, <laughs> to Shannon at the end here. It's like, how dare you be... Friendly with anyone but me, even though I just make fun of you all the time. <laughs> that whole... Both of them are just weird. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. But speaking of weird characters, I, I suspect this is an episode where a lot of people just kind of lost interest in Kate. Like, even though this is a Kate episode, the fact that she staged an entire bank robbery to get what's essentially a toy plane... I think it's very hard for a lot of people but to identify with her. Did they show the toy plane in the... Well, they showed the envelope. And then the envelope was what oh, was okay. in the... Yeah, you're right. And inside was the toy plane. So it's like, seriously? <laughs> well, I think it... I mean, to argue the other side, I think it shows that... Well, first off, Kate's ridiculous. I mean, she, <laughs> she acts irrationally. When yeah. she tries to fix something, she goes all in. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the, the reveal at the end, which is not, the plane doesn't really matter, but the fact that it belonged to whoever she killed, which you know nothing about really at this point. Oh, yeah, it's like you feel bad for her, but there's no context for it. It's like... I think it's probably, I mean, in some ways maybe the writer's experiment was to see what they can say without saying anything. Yeah. Um, well, considering it's the Damon Lindelof episode, apparently yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but I do think it shows, whether you like it or not, that her personality is one where... The symbols, what 
the marshal hates her and she tries to save him. I mean, she she reacts very strongly in ways that seem completely irrational. I mean, that's kind of her thing. For better or for worse. For better or worse. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that you need to like it, but I think it's very consistent with her character. I mean, yeah. she will, you know, she feels horribly, deeply guilty about various things in her life, and she will bend over backwards to suffer for them. <laughs> yeah. Which it seems to be her, and I think that's why she identifies with Sawyer in many ways. I mean, Sawyer let himself get tortured so that people would hate it when he didn't have an inhaler. I mean, it's the same plot. Yeah. Well, okay. The, the distinction there is that Sawyer let something happen to himself. Kate orchestrated a bank robbery <laughs> for this. No, what, I, no. for a tr- what's essentially a trinket. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying I completely buy it, but I think that would be the 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 reasoning. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I, this is one of those episodes that, like, I love the reveal at the end and her just breaking, you know, Jack keeps saying, tell me the truth, because she just lies constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's just what she does. Again, for little good reason, but except for the fact of... To her, well, it's one of yeah. those things where, to us, it seems like nothing, but obviously to her, it's deeply, deeply, you know, wounding. You don't talk about that sort of stuff to other people. Mm-hmm. Because she feels guilty about it. Why'd she put the plane in a safe it, no, it wasn't her. It was. She didn't put it in. No, it said it was her personal effects. You know, like when you when get arrested, what they found on her. Yeah, what they found. Yeah, on. I know, but it wasn't her key. She had said it wasn't her lockbox. She wasn't a signatory, so it was someone else's oh, lockbox. Yeah, which is why she had to do the bank. Possibly, probably her mother's. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is her step or her mother's why did it lover. End up there. I don't know. Is I don't that know. Ever. I don't remember. Seriously, who puts a toy plane in a (laughs) lockbox? That I don't know. And I don't know if we get better details on that. I've always... This this episode always feels like it's half an episode. Yeah. In in her her storyline. When I felt like there was... I thought we did see more. Because I thought... We did see more about the plane. Yeah. I thought I remembered it. I thought I remembered, like, a conversation with Kate and, like, her... Accomplice in the in like a car afterwards. It may not may not have been her accomplice because she shot him in the leg. <laughs> but I, that's obviously one reason they were looking to arrest her. One of the many reasons. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So and again, I think there is another side because it, it's really a half a story on her side. I mean, it it's, is, one, it's one of those flashbacks that really is not doesn't tell you a lot. I mean, not, I mean, it, it, tell it you the shows whole story. you. It shows you a lot. It doesn't. It shows you a lot. It doesn't tell a lot. Which tells, if not more than anything, doesn't necessarily tell you the answer. It tells you the sort of person she is. Yeah. Because honestly, in our other flashback, she's just running away. You don't really know anything. No, that's true. Now we've learned she's killed a person, which we didn't know before. She knows how to use a gun. She loved. Yeah, the one she loved, Mm -hmm. which. So maybe it's not. Maybe no, it's she not. has a boy. There's some boy she, she knew back home too that something happened to. I think. Oh, okay. Got hit in the car or something. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Again, another problem with Keith's backstory. Some of it's just kind of forgettable. <laughs> or very. Yeah, it's all over the place. Right. But like Did I, you guys I, know the guy she almost married the plane. Oh. Mm, I don't know about that. There's a guy back home that she was escaping from the hospital one time, and like her car got rammed into, and the person died. That's the one I was thinking of. I think. No, it wasn't. It and was that's not. That's not uh, Philly. Um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, that's, that's right. who she married. That she married him. Yeah. 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 And no, I think she No, yeah, it wasn't him. She didn't kill him. I think I think the thing with Kate and I and I completely understand you. No, she didn't kill the, the guy who gave her the plane either. If I'm remembering correctly, 
She didn't kill him. Yeah. She thinks that whatever happened was her fault that he died. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it could be. Directly kill him. But I think the thing with Kate that annoys people is that she she constantly throws herself in ways to escape what she's done, and then throws herself back in to kind of pay for you know like like getting married. She yeah. She doesn't just kind of escape, and then she's like, I can't do this thing. She goes the other way. Yeah. And like poisons them so she can get away or whatever. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, I am not a, a anti-Kate no. person, but. She's not my favorite character. But episodes like this annoy me, and and, and I see, I yeah. see the anti. Oh, I, I, I agree. I just like to argue with people. <laughs> I like to kind of see what was Ryder trying to do, because whether it sure. works or not. Sure, sure. You know. And I will say, though, in this episode, Rose is completely awesome. Rose is, <laughs> Rose is always awesome. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, it's the first time we'd seen her in a few episodes, and it was a perfect time for poor Charlie. He needed he needed that shoulder to cry on, basically. Um, and it's interesting. Charlie's one of the few people who gets well. I guess it's Charlie and Echo are the few people who get like actual, like relatively decent Christian yeah. influences. Yeah. And Charlie Charlie grew up religious, mm-hmm. you know, and then Echo obviously became religious. Became religious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was sort of saved into the. Which is a great episode. Yeah, it really is a great episode. Um, this is a sidetrack. Okay, back to this. So we talked about Shannon. We talked about Kate. Uh, the, we had the move from the uh, airplane wreckage to uh, their more permanent home. Yeah. Uh, farther up the beach by the forest, which yeah. really did become like a home. You yeah. Know, they were there for a long, long time afterwards. Yeah. We had some humorous moments between Kate and Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she kept beating him up. and Which, random thought. I wonder... I've, and I, I thought of this last episode. That hatch is a lot farther into the jungle than you realize later on. Yeah. Like later on, they seem to just make trips to the hatch. It's not a problem. This like it, they were hiking for a long time before they found that thing. Yeah. So and, and it seems like it's. I mean, they're gone all day. Yeah. And some it's traveling. So I don't know if maybe the new beach location is actually closer to the or the hatches or. It'd be really interesting to see if they have a map of where, like, the... I mean, I know they've mapped some things out on the island, but I'd be curious to know about, like, where the survivors' different locations. Yeah. How that's Speaking on that It's not that we see it much this episode. No. Right? We don't see it at all, but, you know, opening a box and trying to figure out what's in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very similar. Very, uh, yes. Very, very J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his magic box. Yeah. Um, he has this whole thing, in case you're not familiar. Or hidden box? What is it? I think it's the magic box. Yeah. It's, it's like, he did this talk once about uh, this box that he bought, I think, at like a fair or something. And it's like a mystery box. And, you you know, one of these things you buy, but you don't know what you're going to get inside of it. And he's never opened it because he loves the mystery of what's inside the box. And you can see how he's kind of incorporated incorporated that idea into... Because he's still running around for season one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think the Romaldi thing and Ailes had some a box or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, that could, I didn't get that far yet. They could be, but yeah, that's a big thing about the way he why he markets the way he does and stuff like that. But all right, again, running a little long. We talked a lot more about this episode than the last one. For some oh, reason. I wanted to throw in from the last episode because we talked about between um, Boone makes a great comment about red shirts. Yes. In um, last episode. And how Kate, they always die. And Kate says that uh, Boone's safe with anyone on the island. It's probably hanging out with Locke. So, um, <laughs> foreshadowing. It really, really feels like this is hardcore foreshadowing that they knew something was going to happen. Yeah. 
Well, and honestly, if you're gonna, if you know you're gonna kill off characters because you want to keep it serious, Boone's a good candidate. Yeah, yeah. Not a not for Jacob, but a good candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's interesting. We got a Kate and Jack episode. I would actually say that both these flashbacks are much stronger than their original. I suppose there's not much in. About- there were, there were there, the first two flashbacks of the whole show were theirs too, and then after that they got really those were. A little vanilla compared to the ones that came after them. And I feel like these ones were actually the more tightly wound well, Jack's, sort of flashbacks. Jack's first flashback was sort of a, a, sh- a foreshadowing of the next flashback, even though it technically yeah. took place afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do that all the time. Yeah, but I mean, they were dealing with the ramifications in his first flash- flashback of what happened in the second one. So, yeah, his, so. they were answers. Yeah. And actually, and Kate's flashback was the answer to the first one, too, because... In some ways, what did you do? We never figured what Kate did. We never figured out what Kate did. And at least part of the answer was killing she, a person. And robbing a bank. And robbing a bank, yeah. So that's why the marshal thought she was crazy. And that's the nice thing about the flashbacks. There are many times they're answering other flashbacks' questions. That's true. All right. That's so this is your latest edition of the Weekly Hijack. Listen to us through at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com or on YouTube. Or subscribe to us on oh, iTunes and I, And Stitcher. I said YouTube, YouTube. Okay. yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and um, we, we think we know what we're talking about. Yeah, most times. And then next week we're we'll begin once upon a time. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we, we, it, uh, what kind of season it is, and it's kind of up and down. <laughs> yes, once upon a time. And uh, well, we've we've made it halfway through first season of Lost. Probably slow down on that as we get, we'll do like one episode once upon a time, one episode of Lost. But it'll be good stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, I guess that's all. Signing out, this is Tim. And this is Nick. Adios from the Hayden household. <laughs>